Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Emotional Support. <laughs> I am here with a old, fabulous, sexy, she's just still got it going on. Just so a funny. great friend of mine. I also was her video ho and her music video, train wreck. <laughs> um, we used to dance on the tables together. Anyways, everyone, please welcome the like hottest mom in the world, Lisa D'Amato. So hi, hi. Thank you for having me. That was such a wonderful intro. I should hire you to do all my intros. <laughs> you want me to be your PR? <laughs> I hold it up for her. We dance on tables. I hold it up. I wore And she lingerie. did not do that, by the way. She did not. No, I definitely wore lingerie in your music video. And I definitely was straddling Xander. And yeah, but he's your best friend. You guys were like but playing he's also, puppies, and he or was also gay. Yeah, so that's but why at it the time count. he wasn't out yet. But he I, was but, like, we knew, but we, we knew. But we knew. Everyone else. Thought. Well, that's oh my why God. it doesn't matter to us. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> we knew. We knew. So it was like you were just like you know wrestling around with your friend, like you know, just laughing. We were playing as a couple. Yeah. Yes. So it was cute. There's nothing wrong with that. How old do you think? we were when we met because um i because i can't remember who it was that introduced us but i'm okay so i'm 39 and i'm I'm 32 oh my god okay so you're already much younger than me um but i was like hitting the clubs at like 16 i was hitting the clubs at 15 girl i got a year on you yeah we're we're those girls we were those girls but we Um, weren't train wrecks no you know what um Maybe you agree with me. I will tell you what I think with the time that we met. I'm still pondering on that. Yeah. But um, I think the reason everyone's like, how are you still okay? Like, people really <laughs> get fucked up in L.A. And I'm like, you know what? I would go to the after party, but I didn't go to the after after party. Right. Like, right. we still had a lot of discipline and had to get to work or, like, do a shoot the next day. Right? Mm-hmm. So we had to keep it together. And I don't think – I'm not saying that these girls were desperate, but I don't think that we were – thirsty to go to the after after party no especially the men that were there are not the guys that you want to be with anyways absolutely not we weren't really into the celebrity dudes it's not like we were star no 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 you know what i mean and i think that that's where the after after parties were good clean fun yes you're an la girl i'm a semi la girl i've been here since i was nine um but you have had this like immense career and people know you from so many different i think parts of your life I mean, yeah i mean i've been in i've been in the industry right, unquote, right since i was 12 years old yeah supermodel oh that's hilarious just that's it, true just because on a reality show says so it doesn't mean so but i i'll take it america's next it's top model in, it's been in the here's news the, here's yeah. the also thing with the moment with america's next top model is you were on it at the fucking prime it's like true. it was you everyone knew like you were so different than the other models you were just like badass and you're like here i am i had never seen the show and i went through casting with them oh my God. And then I saw, then I all of a sudden I was in casting with them. And then two months or something goes by. And then we all end up in the house together. And I was like, wait, who are you? Like a girl actually, I called her by her name and she's like, I go by Jill now or whatever. And I was like, what was happening? (laughs) Tyra told me when I was cast. She's like, Lisa, and also when, when she gave me the baton, I'm giving the hand like sign like I'm handing a no. baton. No, but she like she gave me something. My picture probably. Okay. That's what it, we're gonna pretend it's model. a baton. We're gonna pretend, we're gonna pretend it's a baton. <laughs> I like that better. Um she's like, I, I advise you to go home and watch the show. And I <gasps> I remember right in that moment I was like, But why would I? <gasps> you sassed back. Mm-hmm. What was that like? 
Um, top model was crazy. Uh, I, I, you know, I can only talk from my own perspective, yeah, but totally. I, um, from what I understand from all the other girls collectively is like, they've been wanting to do that over like multiple times, tried out multiple times, like, you know, compared themselves to other contestants on the show previously to them and literally could know verbatim, like what they said back from one, from one argument to the next right. on actual episode. Right. So I was like, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Like, I really felt like, even though I know modeling, so I... Right, I, that was I, your world. That was my world. I had been doing it in L.A., and when you become a model in L.A., you're going to get dancing auditions. Mm-hmm. You're going to get um, hosting auditions. You're going to get... Um, acting. Acting. You name it. Like, I mean, I even had, like, uh, record contracts even back then, you know? Really? With, like, Japan <gasps> and stuff. That fell through because of... Yeah. I didn't have the right handlers, yeah, you know? Yeah, Um, But, yeah, so... I knew that I could do the job, right. what I was, you know, as a competition for modeling, but I didn't understand. And I and reality I, was so new at the time, too. It really was. All we had then was, like, what? Um, real world. The real world and, like, road rules. Yeah, yeah. And maybe, a, you know, probably a couple of others. But, um, yeah, Top Model, I think season four, five, and six were the highest rated ever wow. in the history of Top Model. You know, now there's 4.7 million seasons. Just what? kidding. What? I was like, <laughs> wait, what? Just kidding. But it's like, you know, it's on, I don't know what it's doing right now. But anyway, that's how I, that's how I felt. Like, I right. felt, like, super alienated. Like, I was put in this bubble that were I had the girls no nice idea. to you? Um, because that's what you always hear, right? It's like, oh, in the model world, it's like you know, a vicious world and, and well, girls are jealous. and It was and... all instigation through right. the producers, you know? That's oh, just how it goes. So what they do is they put you under a microscope through casting and you have to stay in these hotel rooms as big as this. Wow. For like one room like this for like with 15 girls, just couches, <gasps> not that much food, like snacks, just to get you guys mic'd and, and see what the worst brings out of you. Right, right. You know, like, how do you handle yourself? So what I was doing, this is all I can speak of, too. And right. I think it's this is you. probably why they knew how to instigate my character, per uh-huh. se, is that there was um, this one girl... <laughs> Her name was Cassandra. She actually went on season five with us, and she was from pageants. Her whole entire life was pageants. So anytime anyone asked her anything, the produ- like the producer, when they put the cameras on her, they'd be like, so what? why do you want to be a model? Because then I could use my platform to do something really good for people. And I, every answer was like that. So Pageant girl. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I was trying to break her, you know, because yeah. I was bored. I You're was like, like, listen, Cassandra, get it together. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Cassandra, give me an answer. Like, what are you going to do if – and I said some really messed up things, I bet. Like, what if – because you're in that room for nine hours. Yeah. Um, I don't know what I asked her. Just like, what if that puppy dies that yeah. you wanted to give to everybody? Whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I just kept te- teasing her. But she never broke. She never – She never. like, I didn't try to destroy her. She, she Pageant was, girls, I'm telling you, they are, like, trained it was, at, from baby on. They are all about saving the world, and that is it. <laughs> so you can't break those girls. Yes. So while I just remember that in particular is the only reason why I can really figure why they would do something like that. But, um, yeah, she she kept it together. It's not like I was a bully and, like, if no. you're crying, then I keep going, no, you know? No, 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 no. Um, so it was just fun. It was, like, fun banter, if you if you will. And then on top of it, if girls had no confidence whatsoever, I'd be like, why do you think that? Like, yeah. you're, 
you're 19 years old. You have your whole life ahead of you. You can do whatever you want. They're like, yeah, but my dad wants me to do this. And I'm like, yeah, but you're you. Like I would tell, I would tell people, you know, and then they, I think that's what, that's what made them say that I was older too. I don't know. Whatever the case may be. Um, I was just really good at what I did. The photo shoots. Yeah. Um, from experience, not right. saying like I'm the best. Well, you, you know? weren't plucked out of nowhere and brought to Los Angeles, and you're like, "What is this new world?" Like this was your home. Like you'd been doing this. You had been a my pro home. since my, you were. Yeah. You had been. Yeah. This had been a. You'd been a pro since you were a kid. Yeah. So these other girls, that is their story. Yeah. They were plucked from nowhere exactly. and brought to LA and put in a bubble. So I had already been to Howard Find. Play. Right. I was at Howard Find for two years. I was at Playhouse West for two years. I was with. Um, Stella Adler. I had done so many commercial workshops. So as far as being on camera and like doing commercials, comfortable. And do, I was so comfortable. So like, if the girls gave, if if you know, they're just intimidated too, and they're young. Um, if I did really good at a shoot, and you know that you aren't really proud of what you did, and that's not saying that I'm the best. I'm no. just really experienced, and you don't know what you're doing, and you're trying your best, but you yeah. know this is what you want. But then you see me come out of nowhere and just nail it out, and like, you know three cuts you're like you're like all of a sudden you don't really like me too much yeah exactly well because you know you're going home yeah 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 yeah. you know tyra's not gonna smize no more (laughs) well she's like "Ooh, this is cool let's put her under some more hot water you know let's let's see where we can drive this train yeah Yeah. now you continued modeling way after america's next top model Mm -hmm. but at the same time you started your music yeah. Yeah. I had. Um, was that like a weird choice where you had to choose one or you were like, I can do it all? No, I kind of just kept, stayed with my modeling agency. And I said, I, I <laughs> it's this is I can't. I, this is funny because I haven't thought about this in a long, long time. <laughs> um, I basically called my modeling agency, let them know that I'm not leaving, that they can still submit me, but I'm only going to callbacks. Okay. Like, I'm only going You're to, not like, doing the go-sees anymore. I'm not doing cattle calls. Right. You know, don't waste my time. Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Fashion week, if you want me to walk, I'll walk, but I need to be direct booked. I'm not... Or also the same thing. Like, if they're... if they're, I have to already be put on hold or something. Right. And then I'll go there um, just to, you know, solidify my dates in a way. Um, and then I just basically... I loved music. I always loved music. I loved writing songs and poetry when I was younger. Um, English was my favorite subject, actually, just because I loved storytelling. Right. Um, and rhyming and like play on words too, like the way you can mess around with grammar and the execution of the way you say a sentence or a phrase. I was always so captivated by that. You know, Johnny Wujek's really good with that, even on his social media. Like he's with, with writing. Yeah. Yeah, Like his hashtags and stuff. And he's He's so creative. So creative. So anyway, that's what got me into that. And I always loved performing. I never wanted to be, yeah, I wanted to model because that was the first step. And you, when you're young and they're like, you're pretty, you should model. You're like, like okay. maybe I should model. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I Easy should be funny. one of those sure. pretty girls in this magazine yeah. right here wearing the dopest things I've ever yeah. seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I wanted to perform. I always wanted to. And that's why. I, um, and also I got a really good response with commercials and um getting roles on television um but the way that i looked at the time for us remember it was like the token mexican girl the token black yeah and then the token white chick and then you have like someone with brown hair right right and blue eyes or something you know i never really fit in that category so even i got like i got booked i was the, um, the second girl for honey 
Jessica Alba. Oh my god. Um, there's a couple like uh one of those mystery medical shows where I played like a Latina. Like I always talk like this, you know. Yeah. Um, but it was always like she's not Mexican enough, and she's not white enough, and she's not and white she's enough, right. and she's not. She's not like yeah. Even they'd even have me like look like a really light black girl because I had really dark. My hair is really dark right, brown. Right. And it's wavy and stuff, so I could look, like, super mixed. Yeah. But then I wasn't that enough either, right. you know? Right. So now it's a little different. You it can be all types so frustrating. of stuff. Oh, so frustrating. Because I was poor, you know? I was yeah. holding down two jobs. Like, I told you I was taking care of my grandma at that time. Yeah. And, um, yeah. But uh, that's even what I'm telling you now is still, like, right around the the – ANTM before ANTM maybe just after ANTM but music came about because I was like I just want to like flip the script yeah and just be Lisa and like write and, and perform and like what did I love doing we went out every night to go yeah. dancing and that's and you why I love to perform I love to perform and one of my favorite um lyrics was like um you know I came here to tan I came here to dance put that thing back in your pants yes! you know like yes! it was always about like this is I'm not here for you no, I'm, here I'm here for, for me. me to have a great yes. time and all my lyrics were like that yeah yeah no that I I mean Trainwreck is still my favorite dude so I was good. just on so um, fucking good oh my god I was just on um oh god I can't remember his name I'm brain farting right now interior therapy Jeff Lewis I was oh just god, on his podcast and he's like I just he's did my his. favorite he's he's <gasps> great so he's like Lisa do you know that I played Trainwreck all the time no and I'm like what why what do you tell me that he's like I love it he's like raised by um wait <laughs> it's Trainwreck. yeah it's uh <laughs> um like I say so many things like Go buy coffee, coffee bean, Britney Spears. Yes, yes. whatever. <laughs> like raised by billboards, drive by tranny horns. Yes, yes, yes. Like I said, the craziest things, and it's like that was my life. Like, yeah, that was no, growing up here. Yeah. It oh my! Was, I I'm gonna have to put the music video on the social media so people can see because it's just like <laughs> fucking incredible. It's, it's incredible. A, it was a great. You know, I still when I walk in the club sometimes with Brennan, they'll just put it on the DJs. Like no. it's epic. Yeah, oh my God. It's, it's really cool. And like um, a lot of the the um, RuPaul, RuPaul Drag yeah. Race. They all danced to it. Yeah. And they, I they performed with them before they went on the show. They wow. have like millions of followers now and, you know, just went right past me because, you know, I'm now just, you know, I'm not like the relevant trend, you know, like right. being of the LGBT community and seeing them all skyrocket and all the different formats that they are skyrocketing from. We all like I couldn't be happier. Yeah. You know, love it. Um, but it's it's really great. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's insane. Now you were doing music, and we were talking earlier how you were part of the the boys' club, right? Oh yeah. And like my favorite, and I know Xander. Shout out to you. I actually your lost favorite. my mental health because of that, for sure. Stop it. Yes. So you were working with our favorite Mickey Avalon, who, love to death. Oh my god, I can play you all of his. I have his own playlist in my in my phone. <sighs> I, I, it's so I never gross even got to so meet great. him, and I never wanted to meet him, too, when I had an opportunity because I had this, like, idea of what he is. He was, like, a caricature. So I never wanted to ruin that, but he's awesome. And then you had the Cisco Adler and Schwazy and this mm-hmm. whole, I feel like, L.A. underground group that everyone knew in L.A., and it was, like, a cult following. Like, mm-hmm. everyone who was you anyone were on Perez Hilton, like, twice, three yeah. times a week at that oh, time. Easily. It was insane. Easily. Yeah. But, what was this? so you lost your mental health because of being in that boys club? Is yes. That... 
But I don't think it's because of them necessarily, like straight off the bat. It's the world that I was already raised and conditioned to be as a person. Right. And then being thrown into that. Yeah. Like that is where like I spun out. Like I, you know, it got really slippery up there and I was flipping all over the place just because it was really messing with my um my own moral compass of what I was seeing. So it was like struggling. You know, and and no no offense, like it's the rock star rock star lifestyle. Right. You know, um, I just wasn't ready for it and thought that I could just hide it and be okay with it and just keep moving forward. But it really affected me in a way that, like, you know, I came from childhood uh, trauma and uh, sexual abuse and all that, and you know, nothing happened to me per se, but just being around like sexual fluidity in such right. a massive um void of emotion mm-hmm. i think it really affected like my soul right right yeah yeah and i think that uh, i mean i talk about i got therapy i went into therapy like right, right after away that. wow with dr drew on dr drew's <gasps> rehab re- oh my um, god i forgot rehab. that yeah I so lost were, my, did I was you get sober? It. Did you, or you no, were just I wasn't, like for mental health, like getting yeah, fixed that way? They, because I was a good candidate from season five of Top Model because I drank on the show because like I told you, they were putting me through a pinball machine right. emotionally, instigating all these things that I also was not um, familiar with. Right. I know how strong I am, but one person that's getting targeted every single day Ugh. for two months, living in a, a situation where like girls are like stealing your clothes and calling you a bitch behind your back, yeah, and you're like, seven, you can't "What even the get away hell to your am house. I doing?" Yeah, yeah I ha- so I drank wine and I joke about it and be like, "These five bottles are for me," yeah, you know, yeah. and it's really me trying to be a bitch to you right, because you've right. been a bitch to me, yeah, you know. But I'd say stuff like that, not share or say that I'm not sharing, right. and then they're like, "She's wasted." So yeah. anything they could then. Come on, a wolves and on against me you, right? and use against me. They did. Um, so yeah, I was I was a good candidate. They had already through the casting of like looking for people that are in LA that are in the press and all that. You know, I was on TMZ like rapping wasted at oh that time. God. You know, um, which is fine because I'm at the club and I just did a performance. Do you know right. that's the way right, you look right. at but it? But of course, but especially I mean, it it's not looks... even that far ago, but it was enough of a time ago where social media wasn't that completely like present it wasn't down your it was face, like, like blogs gross. it was like blogs, blogs and TMZ. tumblers like there were yes. tumblr accounts oh, yes, and yes, tmz yes. and perez hilton and you know people could twist so much from one little thing because it's not yes. like i mean now... think about britney remember how if, yes. if the memes going around like crazy and this is what the time we're talking about yeah exactly the exact yeah. same time and little things would be twisted so far because there it wasn't like social media now where one thing will happen it'll be like completely messed up but don't worry in a couple hours someone else is going to do something else that's so also that's going to be irrelevant that's also when Lindsay like had the whole freak out to me yep. at the ronson's house and was like yep. throwing shit out her yep. windows yeah uh, so yeah, we're talking about this exact time. Um, so they're like, "What do you have? You done drugs?" And I was like, "Yes." And they're like, "Do you drink alcohol?" Yes. Have you smoked weed? Yes. Do you regularly? No. Right. They're like, "Well, you use. You are a substance user, so you are perfect." for celeb rehab and I'm like that doesn't even make sense but okay fine but sure I'll take it <laughs> well no I did it because um th- he said that with my you know they go into your like background and your childhood and all that stuff and it's like you know what what was your childhood like 
And, the, you know, they also ask you in the beginning, like, are you willing to subject yourself as an educational purpose for society to learn about you, how you tick and how they're similar to you and how because from what we understand with your childhood, you're lucky to be alive. Yeah. So do you want to we'd love to learn about you and right. how you aren't that person. Right. And like not only will we'll make you better so that you're prepared for your future and make you look into yourself and what you and figure out who you really want to be when you grow up like do you want to be a mother like do you want to be a healthy mother do you want to be you know and all these things and I was like whoa 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 I haven't even thought about that yeah yeah. and I was like yes I want to be a part of all of that a hundred percent yeah and so I did and um Heidi Feist the the biggest madame and yeah madam in the whole world she was my roommate (gasps) straight out of federal prison for eight years yeah that was great that's so nuts she taught me so many like things to like warm up a room you know if it's freezing cold um like in jail or something like i have all these fun stories what (laughs) yes yes um half my cast is dead which is out of all the seasons mine is the most that are actually Gone. Who who was on there that people would know that was super famous that that's passed? Um. Okay. So the real world. It was like season three. Okay. His name was Mike. Okay. Well, maybe it was Mark. Mark. Mike Starr from um, Allison Chains. Okay. The lead bassist, and then Mindy McCready, who uh, was a famous um, country singer. Uh huh. Okay, I um, remember. She wasn't addicted to substances at all, but she always has substances in her when she gets arrested for, um, oh, she has, uh, this was a long time ago, but she has seizures because she gets beaten up so bad. But her addiction was um, abusive relationships. Oh. So people who hurt her physically. And people don't realize that that is an addiction. That is an addiction. Yeah. So, I mean, Mackenzie Phillips was on my season, too. Yeah, it was, Whoa. I mean, it's so, it's so, it, this is like, I literally lived the most insane, like, rock and roll, like, Hollywood r- rehab. Yeah. And here I am, not detoxing from anything, yeah. but um, also letting people in on, like, how they can maybe have my same upbringing and be like me right. and not, like, be on the streets in the tents down below. What was the, the you know, for the people who are listening out here, I mean, I get written all the time about PTSD and sexual abuse and how it's affected their mental health and all these things. Like, what is one of the key things that you learned from that experience or through Dr. Drew that you continue to speak about, you know, to this day? Like, is there any <sighs> advice that, yeah. that, like, one little thing that can help I think just even acknowledging that you have it because I have had it all my life Mm. because this happened like the really traumatic stuff happened to me from third grade to seventh grade. So for four years straight, my sister and I were talking, we were molested on the regular and hiding it. Mm. Um, So when I shared that experience with your sister. Yes. Wow. Yes. On, on celebrity with Dr. Cruz, she came on. They flew her out. Wow. Um, so, for instance, like, I went on America's Next Top Model with feeling, with already having PTSD of not being heard even when I tried to, like, get out of a situation, like, feeling trapped. Mm-hmm. So I felt entrapment on Top Model, and it brought so many emotions up because I didn't even know that I was dealing with, like, so many issues from 
feeling that way. So that's that that came out on the show. Um, I think that's also made me super polarizing because I was so incredibly vulnerable. I was like yeah. a pinball machine of emotions. Um, two episodes in particular. Um, and then also, yeah, going and, and touring with like the boys club that I said, you know, um, the the non-emotion of something that I thought was such a cherished and should be such a cherished thing to do with, with another person. Um, uh, I think the dream that maybe I can have something special, mm-hmm. like felt like it was non-existent and I was le- now living in a world that that didn't exist. Yeah. It was like a, a confirmation, which yeah. like, like I said, like I was slipping all over the place, you know? Like not eating, like not taking care of myself, not sleeping. That's what I mean when I say those yeah. things. Um, if we're at the club because I'm not eating and and every time you get bottle service, wherever you walk in, we walk into it anywhere. Be free. Yeah. It's like, here's a glass. Here's some champagne. Here's this. And, and they're giving you like chips and, you know, like not sandwiches. No. Not like, no. you know, it's alcohol and no. candy and drugs. and Chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I I didn't, I never let anyone touch me unless it was like, like a nice touch of like a friend, a friendly touch, like of a hand or like good job or whatever. Right. Like I remember I just felt like my skin was like, it like was crawling, like it was crawling yeah. all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, like going on, like before going on the stage. And, you know, this is also my fault because I didn't know any better when I was touring at that time. We're like, Lisa, uh, let's let's wear uh, polka dot, you know, California beach bikinis and on stage. We're in California. It's warm. It's summer. And I was like, hell yeah, that sounds so cute, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and since I've been modeling my whole life and like, you know, doing runways with I mean, you're so comfortable with your body. I feel like you and I are very similar with that. That's why I didn't think it was bad. What I wear, I'm just like, yeah, whatever. Like, and then people be like, "What do you expect, Lisa?" And I was like, "Wait, what? All my songs are like, you can't touch." I literally have a song called "You Can't Touch This," and like, um, ah. Don't need it, sucker. So yeah. go and beat it, sucker. You know, like all my yeah. songs were that. They were never like, I'm a hoe, come lick these titties. Yeah. You know, it was me. always yeah. like, step back. Yeah. Anyway, so that was a learning lesson. You still, it's very important still how other people um, view you. It doesn't matter what they necessarily think, but you knowing that how they view you right. and being okay with that, regardless of if they like you or not. Yeah. You have to be okay with that. Yeah. And that was all a learning lesson for me. I was like, oh, my God, I'm getting thrown under the bus. And you're yeah. like, well, that's because you are the joker in the classroom. And I'm like, but everyone was laughing. And they're like, yeah, but if they go and interview one of them and they ask who did it, they're going to say you. Yeah. So How is it in relationships, like, with guys? I have I have been with four people in my entire life since, you know, I don't I don't count, like, my childhood. Right, right, right. Um, just because I, I'm so curious, like I, you know, um, and by the way, there was no penetration as long as everybody knows that. No, no, no. But, um, <clears throat> yeah, I always wonder in, in regards to when people have, have gone through, you know, childhood, you know, molestation and all I sorts think of things. Like ways. what is, what, how, yeah. What is the I way? I think there's two ways that yeah. you can react to it. These are the only two that I've seen. Right. In the therapy I've gone through right. and talking to other girls that have been through this type of situation. Um, one is they find so much uh, familiarness in being touched like that. So they just start assuming that that's the only form of love that 
they get. And so they allow it to happen on the daily because it's familiar. It almost makes them comfortable. Uh So then they just become um, promiscuous and uh, not really caring about themselves Uh and the health of their body and well-being because nobody else does. So why should they type mentality? Yeah. And then my mentality is like, if you fucking touch me, I'm going <laughs> to yeah. fucking kill you. Yeah, yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. So I think, um, and also loving to dance, that's also like such an inviting thing you would think. Right. Now, granted, I never go up to like somebody and just start grinding them unless you're no. your gay best friend or of something. Course, of you course. know, I, we only. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like people would be like. But you dance like on tables, and I was like, I dance on tables for with my myself. girlfriends and or for, for me. Like, how is that? Now I'm a whore. I dealt with that my whole life, where people would say that I was like a complete whore, and I definitely like slept with this person and that person, and I didn't. I was actually very boring. I wish I was more fun, but yeah, I'm such a sexual so person with my dancing because I was a dancer since I was three years old. Yeah. I did competitions. That's why I'm comfortable being naked because that's probably why we're just very similar. Yes, it's just it's like we're performing. Just these- and it's we, a performance. Yeah. I don't see it as myself being sexy. I, I see it as a performance. I was I'm playing my to, instrument of I like am playing the my instrument. With, I'm yeah. feeling it. I'm loving every moment of it. And it's it's so funny. I will be dancing all day long in my car and someone will come in and I'll do that and they're like, Do you think people look at you? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I don't care. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't care. know, are they? I'm having the time of my yeah. life and it's the most like relaxed and out of my mind I ever feel is when I take a dance class or I'm dancing Dude, or whatever. That's why I was like oh my god this happened maybe three years ago I've been with my husband for 11 years live at the Hollywood Castle for it's that been long. 11 years yes yeah. and like just the other day like three years ago right before Venice to me that feels like the other day yeah. um I'm like oh my god I am the owl eyes of the Hollywood sign no <laughs> I am on marble floors yeah in my house that is a disco like what? What's it was like, where's I life? did something right. You did do something right. You're a good person. I am a good person. You are a very but good person. But isn't that nuts? And I te- yeah. I called my husband and I was like, honey, I am the owl eyes of the Hollywood sign. <laughs> and I am dancing on marble floors in a disco. And for and everyone like, knowing, she has a disco in her He's like, honey, are you okay? Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm tripping balls right now. And he's like, just goodbye. He's like, goodbye. It's wow. just funny. I can't believe you've been together for 11 years already. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's so crazy. And we were talking about how your relationship with him, with Adam, is so just you never would have expected for yourself to be with someone yeah, like just that. Not, yeah, totally. And he was such a challenge because I like – he was so the opposite of somebody who would like try to get my attention um, because I'm really outgoing. I'm yeah. really outspoken. Like what you say – what I, what you see – is what you get, excuse me. You know, I, I'm not a private person at all. I think mostly because, like, I'm just very conversational. Yeah. You know, like and I'm we like, could talk for hours. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like people are like, Godly, so why don't you keep that under wraps? And I was like, what? Like, why? we all get our period. Or, yeah. like, we all have to go to the doctor. We've all gone, gotten a car. I haven't really gotten a car accident, but, like, you know, yeah, that's right. why I'm like, why? Like, why am I, why should I? Um, so that's also, you know, you're viewed a certain way. Um, but I just don't even think I have the capacity to lie or like hide anything. You're it's an so open weird. book. Super open But it's open probably book. what has saved you your entire life. 
to be I, honest, it yeah. like I find that with people, people that keep things inside, it's everyone else's. Look, everyone can do what the fuck they want. Yeah. But I know that <laughs> yeah. for me, if yeah. I kept shit inside, I'd probably be dead right now because it's yes. it's my only form of release. So it, do you have siblings? I'm an only child. I knew that because I was yeah. like, no, she doesn't. Yeah, no. Right. OK. Yeah. So I have a sister who's the exact same as me. We're almost like, you know, Is she, she older or younger. She's older. OK. Um, but I get a lot of my openness from her because she wow. just did it when I was younger. I didn't talk at all when I was younger. She talked for me. People are like, what do you want? For, do you want some cake? It's a birthday party. And she's like, she doesn't like the yellow kind. She'll take the last chocolate one. <laughs> you know, like I didn't have to do anything. Yeah. Um, and I realized that she sparked so much joy in people just being so, um, herself, yeah. so authentic and like laugh, making people laugh all the time, just about talking about things that we all get. Yeah. Like, and when people say that, they're like, Lisa, you're just, you know, you're always talking about everybody and everything. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm talking about life. Like, we're sharing our lives together. Yeah. yeah. You know, we're all in it. We're all in it together. This is our planet. It's, we all agree that life is very short. Yep. And so for me, like... I'm not talking about anybody. I'm talking about experiences that who fucking cares? We're yeah. all winging it. You know, we're, we're all doing our best. Honestly, that is the best thing that I've heard. We are literally all winging it. Yes. It's it's so Couldn't true. Couldn't be more true. Like, nobody's like, No one's sure. got that book written. <laughs> no. Like, even if you're a couple moves ahead, three moves ahead, four moves ahead, guess what? A lot of us are doing that, too, in yeah. different increments of time. Yeah. So um, I think it's just fair. And then I've... For my own mental health. Right. Um, I've been doing ketamine treatments. Oh, my God. Will you tell me all about this? I mm-hmm. oh, hold It's on. through lucid dreams. So you're basically hold dreaming. On. Like, your dreams are, they feel like hallucinations. Can you explain what you do, though, so people can, like, understand it? Like, explain us. Like, what like, they, what it means, like, a, like a... It's because it's like a microdosing, right? Yeah. Of, of a so I'm my I I'm on my fifth. I've done five. I have one uh-huh. more left, and that's when you have like the big. Uh huh. You moment. know, you've done the tune up of your brain. You've gotten all the gunk out. All yeah. like your premeditative thinking of the way you've been conditioned from your experiences in your life. Like that causes a lot of. Um, you're creating a lot of of roadblocks in your brain. That it's kind of like opens it up. You see, I see things more vividly. Like flowers look way more beautiful. Stuff like that. Like colors and stuff also. Why did you decide to use this treatment? Um, I decided to do it because having two kids, creating an, a product that's never existed before. So dealing with patents, international patents, um, still not getting sleep because it, it came into the furish in the same time that I had my baby. So I was literally off like two, three, six hours of sleep a night. Did you have postpartum? I don't have postpartum. You're just kind of like, Blah. you're just like, fuck, can you just go back inside for yeah. 10 minutes? Yeah. Can I just like... Take a shower, you know? (laughs) They say it takes a village, and it surely does. Like, I don't have any family that was there to, like, help us, per se. You did it yourself. So it was me and my husband, and my husband has health issues. So it's, like, another person to take care of, you know, my husband and also the kids. So it's just – it was really hard. I think I was um, just way overworked. Um, I needed needed clarity. I needed something. And my friend Warren Gumpel – He's amazing. Um, he has been dealing with a lifetime of um, addiction. He was on the road with me with the boys club. He oh, was wow. Cisco's old um, music 
record label oh wow guy and then he just went on tour with us he took like a couple years off and just like would just come for the ride so he was like my best friend you know he was like the guy that was so funny that tell jokes and stuff um yeah he was a part of it boys were boys they're like in their their young 20s um but yeah he's like lisa i've done this i've done so many treatments i don't have alcoholism i stopped drinking completely i don't want to drink anymore um stop doing drugs like i have like the number one pizza place in shanghai now like um he just produced um a movie that's coming out actually on netflix or you know some type of streaming for um lamar odom who (gasps) overdosed like eight trillion times had strokes like literal like um um, vein damage, yeah. like everything. Never was told he was never going to play basketball again. He's playing basketball. He was just on Dancing with the Stars. I know. I this voted is, for him. <laughs> this is Warren Gumpel. This is my friend who also like him and his. Um, oh my god, I'm forgetting his name. I hate this. Zappa is his last name. They did it together and they got him and did this whole treatment with him. Um, along with uh, when you go to Mexico, you can get the like. What's it called? Like Hasta la Vega or something? something. It's like uh, another, <laughs> you drink something and it makes you vomit. Ashwagandha? I, I don't remember. No, no, something. ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Yeah, I, like, I said it backwards, I was guys. Like, Figure it's that something. One out. <laughs> <laughs> it was backwards. Uh, yeah, did that and then did a, a lot of other things. Like he got therapy for um, porn addiction. And this also stems of like, let's kick this guy when he's down and let's not even try to understand like who no. Lamar Odom is. No. Like what was his childhood? What was his upbringing? Like what he he was in the Kardashian camp. Uh-huh. Like he's been spit out. And his and, father is a huge addict as well. Who had just started ketamine. Wow. Yep. Wow. Okay. So, yes. so walk me through this. You go in. You go to this treatment center. Mm-hmm. They give you a microdose of ketamine. Mm-hmm. How long does it last for? Okay, it lasts for about an hour. You can't drive there, and you can't drive back. Also, it's um, um, the ketamine treatment of LA. So I can give you their okay, yeah, their yeah, yeah, handle as well. It's amazing, Doctor Mandel. Hi, Dr. Mando. Hi. Um, <laughs> so you go in there. You just can't drive yourself. and you So you can't drive there or back. But you can go back to work after you get home. Like once you're in your, your environment, your yeah. element, you can go back to your emails, do your posting of anything, you know, whatever it is. Um, so you go in there. They basically put headphones on you. That will be kind of like a musical guide through this journey okay. of um, – different it's almost like you're in a pod right you're in Uh a little pod and imagine if you're like the size of a piece of rice and you're like traveling through all the electrical volts in your brain and all those tunnels and you go through all your thoughts and it basically just turns into the most elucid vivid craziest thing you've ever seen in your life and it's your thoughts just like your thoughts do they go through all these different um creative tunnels of like things that you have to break through Uh things that are holding you back right right so um you know i think that uh, everyone's different too Mm -hmm. so every single one i've had has been a completely different experience um but like i don't even know where to go first but like um I just remember one, I was like, okay, with Dare You Go, my brand, the baby yeah. product, the five-in-one solution to help parents be their kids on the go. Dareyougo.com. Yes. You, the letter U, not Y-O-U. Okay. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> was that funny? Great. Um, I just kept thinking, like, I need this to fly. Like, I want this to, like, be worldwide. And we're in 19 countries, only been on the market for two years. So we're doing it, right? Wow. Um, and I just remember, like, I was... And I think this had to do with me performing. It started this way. So I'm like, I'm I'm in this pod that's dark and you're kind of like just going through this tunnel of like rocks, right? And then all of a sudden it like shoots down like a roller coaster. And I'm like, yes. And it feels so great. And then all of a sudden it shoots up and I'm flying and I'm looking. All of a sudden I turn to the left and I look out the, it's like um, when you open up the slide of a, in the airport uh-huh. the, or in the airplane. airplane. Yeah. You lift it up and then I look and I'm just flying over these glacial mountains. And I'm looking down at, like, the world, like, this beautiful world. And I feel like I'm flying. And then all of a sudden I see this water splash up on the window. And I look in front of me. And I'm in a fucking jet. In a, The whole thing is like a jacuzzi. And there's all these girls that are like, ha, 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 you know. And they're, like, in bikinis and polka dots. And I'm thinking those are my dancers. Yes. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I'm with, like, all this, like, beautiful yeah. women. Yeah. And that might be just, like my life too like right, we live right, in LA right. um polka dot bikinis yeah. the jet jacuzzi is legit what I'm in and I remember thinking like oh I miss my family like where's my family like I want my family here and then all of a sudden the jet went you know like got wider and then went farther down and it was almost like there was a bar back there what and like God? I heard like more people talking like it was all of a sudden like when you hear like a family party like Thanksgiving or something and yeah. I was like I felt immediately like they're here I'm just in the jacuzzi, which is what happens right. sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> um, and then you, it's just like the feeling like you're getting there. I don't know what happened after that. But I, 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 there was one in particular where it's like I zoomed down and like I ended up being in like, I don't, I don't, I don't even know. Oh, 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 I remember. Okay. This might be a different one because it's hard. This happened so quickly. Right, right. But um, I remember I'm back down like in the pod and then. I think I was thinking about, like, just how sad the world is. You know how your brain just goes, and you're like, I'm going to have to drive home, and then the homeless people are under these things, and blah, 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 and you just think that there's no, like, community in the world anymore, and it's basically because, like, corporate fraud and all this stuff and blah, 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 and I just start thinking of all this stuff, and then all of a sudden I look to the side, and, like, the walls of the cave are turning into, like, moving braids, like moving braids like intertwining and then I look at the water that it's like in the pod and it looks like it's braiding as it's moving with me and then I look at uh, I look up ahead and it's like a boat that is braiding the boat and also creating the legs of the girl who's now braiding her little sister's hair who was braiding her mom's hair who's then all of a sudden there's just like all these women coming together and it's creating like we are all one type thing yeah it was, um, it's crazy. It's like Avatar when they, you know, in Avatar when they put the, the hair of the pony, not the pony, the Avatar hair. Okay, anyways, if you watch Avatar, you're going to see what I'm talking about. And you're going to be like, oh I my God, Avatar. yes. I love Avatar. Yeah. I loved it so much. Yeah, so it's, it's like kind that. of like It's that. like becoming one. You know, the last one's really interesting because I think this is something to talk about too, just as far as like health and women and, um, and you in LA and the industry yeah. and all that type of stuff. Um. I was bulimic, like, the majority of my life, too, like, modeling. And my mom, you know, she, unfortunately, was bulimic as well. So her constantly doing at the house naturally teaches me, you know. Wow. Um, so um, I kept wondering, you know, I'm, I was in my fourth 
um, ketamine treatment and I've had lots of therapy and I'm fine and I'm healthy and everything's great. But like life repeats itself and you get stressed again and you self-doubt and all these things. It's just like how much more can you put on my shoulders? Like I'm trying I'm trying so hard and you just feel like everything is just coming at you all at once. Um, But I remember thinking like, oh, my God, I'm going in the fifth ketamine like. I'm almost at the end. Like, when am I going to clean that out? Right. You know, is that ever going to come up? Because I feel like I'm hitting on everything. Yeah. But nothing like bulimia, bulimia or anything has happened. And then that one, it like started with that. I'm in an arena. We're all sitting. It's like a oh dome. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like a dome. And like all of a sudden, it's like everyone just kind of moves like they're going to throw up. You know what I mean? And it's like a wave, like the like when you do the wave in a stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you see everyone like about to be like, right? And then all of a sudden, everyone's like throwing up. And then it's like huge, massive, like think Olympic Stadium. It becomes this huge wave. And then it actually becomes a wave of ocean. Like I'm at the beach now. And it's like I'm cleaning it out. I like cleaned it out. And then I'm, all of a sudden I was at the beach and like feet, I'm hearing like, I feel like I'm under a pier or something, and I'm uh-huh. hearing the ocean after the wave, and I hear the pitter patter of of feet and the giggles of my son ahead of me. Do you know oh. what I mean? Like you get through all these crazy, like these you get obstacles. Other- mm-hmm. Do you ever feel like do you? I feel like I I I don't know if this would happen to me, but this happens <laughs> a lot because I'm a fear person. But um, was there any time where you were in it and you're like, holy shit, I'm like scared. Get me the fuck out of this. Yes. Like, I can't deal with this. Like, make it stop. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do it that way, too, by the way. You can just watch television yeah. and have it happen naturally naturally, and not go through the journey of all that um, visual art, I kind of right. want to say. Um so just know that you can yeah. do it and get your brain cleared and not do that. I prefer that because for me, I like putting myself in very um, like I'm daring. Like I want the yeah. thrill. I want to see it all. You're an you extremist. Know? I am an extremist yeah. for sure. Um, so I wanted to do it. But yeah, like that was really a gross visual, you know. The But how powerful. Yeah. No, I mean, like, I'll never get that vision. What's going to be your final one? I know, and that's that's I when haven't do you done do it, it yet. I'll probably do it like the week after next week. Well, is your husband supportive of it? Yeah. Does he notice any difference? Yes, yes, wow. he does. He sees. Um, I think that like just the stress of like these obstacles, like going through. Like I've I told Alessandro this earlier that like Jeep totally screwed me. He said that my engine blew. Um, they're going to give us, you know, this is my Jeep. This is like my family car. Um, it's only, it's only got 70,000 miles on it, 69,000 miles on it. So that would have cost us like $10,500, um, to find out that it's just the coils, you know, you're like, why would you do this? Like now I had to get an attorney and I had to do this whole thing. And like, it's just annoying. I'm dealing with the whole thing with QuickBooks too. They advertise that they protect you from fraud international fraud they didn't do that at all for me um when i was like specifically targeted as an entrepreneur that's like just trying to help moms like feed their kids on the go so i'm just like what now you know but you're able to handle it now yeah he's seeing that i'm having like you know the first year was like so scary and then the second year was like devastatingly great i was in shark tank we sold a lot all these things but like through a lot of success in 24 hours you're like wait what my fulfillment center is shipping it out in a box that makes it 
double the shipping and also charging me for the filler in the box that they don't even need that is now more waste economically. Uh And And for the environment. And costing (laughs) in the environment. Yeah. And also like, oh my God, like, oh, they're charging me for like putting them back in a case packs when they're delivered to them in case packs. And we sell them in case packs. And this is called Dare You Go. Yeah, it's crazy. So like you learn all that stuff. So even with all the success, you're like, Whoa! There's like you're getting hit so everywhere. Many that want to pull you down, but as long as you have one little bit to hold on to of success or hope or I whatever, I fixed my Jeep myself through my my best friend's husband. Yeah. So you know you have to take things in your own hands and and like just never let what somebody says. Um, don't believe it. Like just figure it out. Like if you if it if you, especially women, like if you vibe that something is wrong, there is something fucking wrong. Listen, I am the firmest believer yeah. of follow your gut instincts. Yes. And every single time anyone can ask my boyfriend anytime, if someone even screws him over and he's like, No, I see the good in that person, you're I'm like, like no, don't he's fucking because right that now. person is a son of a bitch and I will promise you. And guess what? It may not happen the next day, but it always comes yeah and when it comes it's like oh my god you're a witch i'm like or i'm just realistic and i know that you know people maybe are assholes. <laughs> well maybe it's like la too because i hate to say this and i'm not trying to say that um surviving in la is like s- superior to surviving anywhere else um but like there's so many different types of people here right um you know like big major c- cities like new york city los angeles miami you know these major cities where it's such an eclectic mix of personalities um, and the survival is like key. S- it's so key. And you, if you don't follow your gut, you're going to be eaten alive. That's like, why there's so many people that I feel like both you and I have known who yeah. we've had a lot of fun with. And then they end up going back to their hometowns because it's like. I say it's the two year drop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm like, it that's, is. he's going to be gone in it is. three more months. Yeah. And I'm always right. And that's always fucked up. right. But anyway, so, yeah, I think surviving in Los Angeles, I think I've done pretty well. But I don't think that it's – it's almost like what they say in, um, like, AA meetings. Like, you can't get sober from one day of something. I don't remember what it was. Right. No, <laughs> I know Good what job, it is. Lisa. I should know this. <laughs> Good job. Um, like, a bless, like, one day's blessing of being sober or something like that. Like, you have – it's constant. So, like, I'm always, 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 always looking for different forms of, like, meta – like, um, mental health anything. Because right. for me, I just – I'm a caretaker. Yeah. Um, I want to be a really good mom. I want to, like, run my business to where everyone who's dedicated so much time and love and passion into, I want them to be rewarded highly yeah. – I hold everybody's problems on my shoulders sometimes because I see when they explain it to me, I totally understand where they're coming from. You know, my husband's like, that's not your rodeo or, you know, my other business partner. I have a store in Arizona, but she's like, Lisa, that's not your hula hoop. I'm like, I know, but I know that hula hoop, you know, I know that hula hoop. I know that hula hoop and maybe I can help her somehow. Like, I know somebody who deals that hula hoop, you yeah, know, or something. Yeah. yeah. They're like, Lisa, you got to take care of your kids. Like. And it's true. Like I have to, I have to pick but my battles. Yeah, your priorities. And I'm just sometimes I get really mad at like these super successful like entertainers because I know they deserve it. They're doing their thing. Sure. Like I'm not jealous in the form of like you shouldn't be there. Yeah. I should be. It's more of like 
damn it, I want to be doing that charitable thing. Right. Like, right. I want to be in the position to be helping so many people. Like, why was that only given to you? Right. You know, like, right. I'm working really. And, and my husband well, says I'm not a patient. He's like, you need It's going to happen. I promise you. Because I just you've always do been this things. person. It's not like you had this enlightened moment. You've always been a caretaker. You've been a caretaker of all your friends as well. I mean, it's I like, have. it's so clear. Every single person knows this. Well, I learned this on uh, Dr. Drew's Celeb Rehab. That because I didn't, I felt abandoned from my mother, that I actually became the mother to everyone. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> you're like, mind what? blown. What? Yeah. There was a map to this? Like, <laughs> you just blew my mind. And I'm like, that makes so much sense. So he's like, you need to not do that. Because the question was, is like, I always felt so resentful because I'd help all these people and they never um, cared. Right. And it's like, because it wasn't. They didn't ask for your help. They they needed to do this on your own. So now you could be mad at them because you helped them. That's not fair to them either. No. You took and I was it upon like, yourself. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, I know. You know? Like, when, someone, when someone points out the stupidest, obvious <laughs> yeah. thing that you have been struggling with your entire life, you're, you're like, like, excuse me? Yeah. It like, was like. No, you can't even believe it. Yeah. You know, I get a lot like, do, uh, do you feel like embarrassed that, you know, everything ha- hung out on Celeb Rehab? I was like, that was probably the most heaven-sent experience I've ever gone through in my life to fully have the time for two months to go through uh, therapy with some of the people that have the most insane yeah. stories. Mackenzie Phillip. I know all about I that. I mean, don't even get yeah. me started. Yeah. You're sharing tears with the most insane stories every single day. Being able to reflect on yourself and who you want to be um, for in the next 10 years, which I was like, I, I kind of know what I want to do. What do you want to do when you're 40? What do you want to do when you're 50? How do you want to retire? you got to think about these things. Like, where do you want to live? Do you want to have a husband? Do you want to have kids? And I was like, <laughs> they're like, you need to plan this stuff, like, now. You can have control of it if you want to be the best you. Like, how do you want to do that? And I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, like, it was so good. Well, I'm going to ask you my final question. Okay. Okay. This was so fun, by I the know, way. I know. So I, I, I could so do this forever. We did this. Uh, okay. We're always dancing. We never get to talk we're, like this. We're like this. Hey. hey. I'm, Minnie Mouse is facing me right now, you guys. I know, She's I'm wearing, wearing a Minnie, huge always. Minnie Mouse sweatshirt. And my She's like ankles, staring at you the whole time. Do you know my ankles yeah. are, the backs of them are Mickey Mouse, big ones. No. Yeah, we're Mickey and Minnie right now. What? Yeah. And I also remember how big of a fan you are of Pee Wee Herman. You know Pee Wee Herman? I have like the full view of his house from my backyard. Shut up. Yeah, we could do a zip line to his house. I'm not kidding. Okay, guys, my mouth is completely She's like, like open. <gasps> what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm not kidding. <gasps> I know you have to come. I up. just want to like show Wait, you've up. been to my house? Of course you? I've been there. Yeah, the New Year's party for sure. And Fourth of July. Oh my God, that was epic. That was amazing. Okay, okay, go. Okay. On. Lisa, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> what makes you get up in the morning and continue on with your life? <sighs> that's a that's a loaded question. Yeah. Um, it's a good one. Thanks. Oh, um, do you know what it is? I and uh, I don't want to say it's like. Hmm, it's hard. Okay, so being a child that really thought that she couldn't be any of the things that that everybody wanted to be you know like them saying oh you're really pretty you could be one of those girls in the magazines it was like what are you talking about like those are those people 
Like I could never do that. And slowly but surely, like I was like, you know, I only have this dumb life anyways. And at the time, like it doesn't really feel like anyone cares about it. Mm -hmm. So what do I have to lose? So I would just try to do it and keep trying to do one thing to the next thing that led to the next thing. And then before you knew it, I had like a modeling contract. And then before you knew it, I was like doing my first gig for Teen Magazine. And then um, through a dare, you know, I got my friends who came to my house and filmed me for Top Model turned it in. And being my authentic self and the way that people ask me, ask questions, I tell them the fucking truth. And I think that there's nothing more genuine and honest to myself of, of kind of almost like leaving a trail of my life mm -hmm. so that maybe other young girls can be inspired and realize that it just takes baby steps and proving it to myself. Yeah. You know? I love that, that, that it takes baby steps. Baby steps. Every Honestly. day, just a baby step here and there. And you'd be like blown away like how far you got like who knew that the way that I was treated as a child um there's some really horrendous memories that I wish I could wash those away right um I live in a landmark Hollywood castle I have two beautiful healthy boys I have a husband who adores me I got a deal on Shark Tank um there's like I just know that I'm there's there's I was put here for a reason yeah. and um, I'm just excited each day. And when I get so incredibly overwhelmed, I just go, if you can't do your list of 12 things today, today, if you can do five and just say to the other ones, like, I'm doing my best. Hopefully I can get to that tomorrow. Yeah. People are actually quite understanding. They just like communication. You can do anything. You can do anything. Mm hmm. Thank you so much for coming on this show. I really appreciate how open and honest you are about your mental you. health and your yeah. past because it's a very um, honorable thing for you to be stigma-free like this and want to continue on. And I wish you were my mom. Oh, that's so <laughs> I have a great mom, but you'd be such a fun mom. <laughs> yeah, your mom's adorable. Isn't she the cutest? We ran, we ran into each other at Trader Joe's. Oh, All right, I love you, Lisa. Thank you so much. I love much. you so much. Thank you for having me. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Emotion. Al. Support.